I want to be free. Ever since my childhood, this has been one of the most important subjects in life for me. And I'm not the only one who feels this way. I still have this memory of the time when I was working as a nanny and I buckled up this wonderful little girl in the stroller and she yelled at me, Don't buckle me up! I want to be free like the flowers! But as her mom instructed me, safety before freedom. Which I can understand. Hmm, that is an interesting conversation to be had though. In life, I always try to find ways in being free ever since I started school. And I truly wasn't free until some years back. Until I realized on a deeper level that freedom truly comes from within, as everything else, from within. And that can sound a little vague. What does that even mean? We're going to go on a journey here and eventually we will get to it. Some people are happy and satisfied in having a 9-to-5 job and that is amazing. Congratulations. This episode might not be for you then. Also, if you want to quit your 9-to-5 job and you have all the means necessary, perhaps it's just the willpower or the plan or the structure that's missing, this episode might not be for you either. There is definitely going to be some gold in here. This episode is truly when it feels like we have nothing. And I say nothing, quote-unquote, because we always have something, regardless if it seems like it or not. And this is also for you who doesn't know where to end the cycle or how to. There's nothing wrong with a 9-to-5. Preferably myself, I am happy to work those hours, but at my own terms. I'd rather work during the day and spend my hours during the evening or weekends with loved ones, cooking, making sure my body is in tune, whatever that is, meditating or working out, and singing, painting. And sometimes I don't feel like work during the day. Sometimes I, I want to switch it up a bit. Sometimes I need to switch it up a bit. And maybe having an important long phone call with a friend when I want to. Go for a walk when my body calls for it. Take an extra hour if I need to. This might also sound very privileged. For a very long time in my life though, it didn't look anywhere close to this. I was stuck in a hamster wheel. I kept running and I couldn't stop and it was painful because I was aware that I was in the wheel. I just couldn't figure out or know how to make it stop. I didn't feel like I had any way out. So imagine you are stuck in the wheel. It's spinning and it's spinning and you can try to make a side move like toss your body to the left or to the right to get off the wheel, but that might hurt you. You might not be able to pay the rent or buy food, or you can simply stop running, just 
slow down the speed, but how are you going to meet ends meet if you stop running? And this is what I was stuck in. I didn't have enough money to save up either. Everything that I earned went to my rent and to food, and it was very often plus minus zero. And I was never a big spender either, but I still didn't have a little backup stash, so I couldn't really stop running. I was really stuck in there, and I, I didn't know how to get out. I just have to, had to be in that wheel for things to, to go around. I am aware that, in a way, it could be a privilege to be able to stop running. And I've had to work a lot in order for not apologizing for myself. I'm a true believer that when you open up certain doors inside of yourself, things will shift. Regardless of where you live, what situation you are stuck in, how you look like, regardless of your weight, the texture of your skin, what your family's history is, you name it. I just want to mention this because one time I got a message from a person writing something, something similar to, it's easy for you who is white and grew up in Sweden. And I hear that this can be a rough world. This can be a very unfair world. We all come in with different traits, looks, upbringing, and we don't know each other's stories. They may all look very different. We need, though, to stop judging people and look within. And there's lots of my story that I am not ready to share yet. But it was not easy. It was not a dream. Far from it. I've had to do tremendous amount of work on myself. And I've been through a lot of suffering. And I still do a lot of work on myself. I don't think that should never stop, really. Um, but that's a different subject. One thing that I learned is that regardless of the story, your situation... Do not give your power away by victimizing yourself. Putting people above you or below you by comparing. Your power belongs to you. And I'm talking about your right to live in the world as a human just as much as anyone else. Not power that is cruel to other people or that put yourself above others or under others, but just humble life force that is your birthright that no one can take away from you but yourself and i believe that this this might sound cruel to some and it might be a hard concept to grasp for some because some of us have truly stories that are horrible extreme unfair things but to find the power within that is an immense immense fire that is burning inside of you. That can be the fuel in the most beautiful way. And there's always another way. Whew, okay. I've said that, so let's move on. 
when you find yourself stuck in that hamster wheel, what do you do and where or what? Where is the way out? What if you're a single mother and have three kids crying, having to work two jobs, having to pay the rent, having to cook? What do you do? What if you're depressed, still living with your mom, and have no energy whatsoever for anything? And it's okay to live with your mom. This is just an example. What if you have experienced great loss and are scared to start again? What if you live in a little town, very poor, with nothing, quote-unquote? Where do you start? And I want to say that no matter where you are, there is always light. If you don't believe there is light, you will most likely not see it. There's an expression, the I believe it when I see it. I would like to propose, believe it and you will see it. I believe that we can lose the opportunity in life to shine the way that we would if we at least trusted that there was a light. At least try it. It won't hurt you. And the secret is you already know what the light is because otherwise you wouldn't know what the dark is and you wouldn't be drawn to something else, right? So when you are stuck in that hamster wheel, one thing we may notice is how hard things are, how real the struggle is. And this, my friend, is an important piece of the puzzle, of our light being dimmed. When our light is bright, it's easier to change things to go for things, to have time for the things that matters to us the most. Do you remember a time in life that you were excited, that you were eager to do something? Things didn't really seem as hard then. Or, or an example is if you have ever been in love. Things just seem a little easier. You go above and beyond. You do things after work. You may go the extra little mile to do something little extra, regardless of how much you have on the plate. On your plate, it it just work. The spark, the light, the open heart. Now I've talked before about finding the root cause of things. Finding. What is in the way of us not being able to do something? And I actually don't want to talk about that so much today as we are finding the fuel here to quit the 9 to 5 job or to change any situation for that matter. And this may be getting deeper than what you expected. The fire that burns within you is the fuel. And when the light has gotten dimmed from doing something that doesn't spark your soul on fire, 
like being stuck in that hamster wheel, potentially go to that work that you don't really love, that you just have to do because you got to pay the bills or whatever hamster wheel you may be stuck in. That is draining your life force energy. How do you find the fuel? Meaning, how do you get off that wheel? The way out is within. <laughs> it's always within. All right? And, and bear, bear with me here for a minute because it might sound cliche. The awareness alone of this whole thing being a thing with the awareness around this, you are a thinking human being, a more conscious human being. And I don't want to put label on things or judge things. So don't take my words too literally. It's metaphors. We don't judge people into thinking and non-thinking. But hopefully you'll get my point. Without this awareness... None of this make any sense, what I just said. With the awareness, you are not stuck in a rat race, not knowing about it. But you know about it. That is a huge part alone. If you know that, this opens the door for the next steps. With that awareness, we notice that something inside of us creates space. And this is another part of it, to fill up fuel. In order to fill up fuel, we need to have space to store, to have it flowing inside for the fire to burn. Being stuck in the hamster wheel kind of does the opposite. It dims the light. It removes the fuel. You may forget who you are. You may forget your passions. The light gets dimmed. And here, there is a platter of options for you, which you can do without any physical means. Because all of the things that I will share after this sentence is happening within. Hmm... Surrender. Okay, number one, surrender. And I'm going to go through them all and I'm going to give examples. Number two, ask yourself what fuels your fire. Just ask yourself. Number three, daydream. What do you wish for? How can it look like? Number four, create more space inside. This can often look like choosing your thoughts instead of thinking negative thoughts about the work you're doing or what you have to do during the day and night. What are the possibilities instead? This changes energy inside. This is so powerful, it might even make you look more rested. And number five, it's about the feeling. So I want to explain further. These are all very valid and this is where you start when you are stuck within. Again, it's about mind, body and soul. 
So we could talk about trauma, diet, exercise, mindset, what kind of an influence these have as well, who are you spending time with, how uh, energetically clean is your space. But like I said, we're not going to go in on that so much today as what you do when there are no options. Like, what do you do? Perhaps buying organic unprocessed food or hiring a therapist is not an option right now. If there is awareness and means around that, that is beautiful though. So I want to go through these points. There might be more. There's always more. For now, these are the ones that I can think of in this moment. The surrender part. I have a personal story and this was profound for me. I was in a ceremony in a higher state of being. And what happened to me was that I noticed myself in the journey appearing in a closed room. The room had no walls, no windows. They were in concrete. And in this journey, it felt like I was there for many, many, many days. And I started to, to panic. I just couldn't get out. I was banging on the walls, screaming, hoping anyone would hear me to let me out. I was trying to scratch the walls, kick, sing them away, cry them away. And after what seemed like two weeks long in this journey... I came to a point where I sat down on the floor and started laughing at it all because there was nothing I could do. And you know we try and we try, but that trying isn't going to help anything when we force, when we want it so badly. It's almost like we have to let it go. It's not up to us. There's a greater force behind it all. I had heard that before, I could understand it on a mental level, but never had I experienced it in this embodied way with my bodily wisdom. So I sat down on the floor and I started laughing because I realized in my body that there's nothing I can do about it. So I might as well just like the situation, accepting it for what it is, not pushing against it and Here, here the magic happens. Child, you are free. And in this moment, the walls disappeared. And a new world of beauty opened up. And after this, you can never go back unless you forget And that new world is not always a dance on roses. There are still thorns. But in a new way, we understand that it's showing us something worth our attention. And the trust that comes with it is all that matters, really.
Number two, what fuels your soul on fire? Ask yourself this question. What are you passionate about? What comes easy to you? What seems to be more flowing in your life rather than pushing? Do you have life experience? Is there something in your life that you feel more drawn to? Is it possible to combine different things from your life into one? These ponderings can create openness, the space of possibility, and how to take them into action is with more spaciousness, more openness, more understanding of it. If we can think a positive thought from a drained negative thought, we can also turn the situation into the more beneficial. And this is not to think positive thoughts and bypass anything that might have to be dealt with, quote-unquote, but this is simply fuel for tending to the fire within you. If we think about the possibilities, what feels lighter to us, what feels better, we create a different state inside and this will also take you to a place where you can have the means to process potential things that needs to be looked at, but we need to start somewhere. And number three goes hand in hand with number two, and that is daydream. Creating beneficial thoughts and feelings within you, dreams of how it can look like, how it would feel like, and you may say, oh, so I quit my 9 to 5 by daydreaming? Bullshit. And I say, yeah, that's the first step. If you have nothing else, you better dream. You can make dreams into reality. I believe it works for many who are ready for it, who sees that there is something greater behind it all. Number four is creating space inside. And I might have mentioned this, but I'll say it again. The first thing that comes to mind when creating space inside is stillness. When we are stuck in the hamster wheel, there are lots of things going on inside. There are emotions and thoughts and uh, stress, maybe, go, 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 tenseness in the body. So let's create stillness. How can we create more room in the body to be? Now, what if you have five kids and working long hours and the only minute you have free, you have to cook? Maybe you take the bus to work. See if you can listen to something calming. Maybe you have a couple of minutes break time. Perhaps you can go outside and intentionally breathing deeply. Maybe you have free time. You just don't know how to actually be still or how to let go 
Maybe you carry things inside that can't be let go of, and therefore you cannot create space inside. All of these things that I mentioned goes a bit hand in hand. How, how do we choose a thought into a different thought? How do we choose stillness and peace in a moment of chaos? We surrender. Well, well, what if I can surrender? Well, what can we do here? You know, this comes back to awareness again and caring for ourselves. Trusting that something good will start spinning here which will take us out of the hamster wheel by going in, becoming aware. What are my thoughts? What do I think about during the day? Witnessing. What is happening here? Can I switch them out? Can I write them down so they can occupy my notebook instead of my head? Can I gently just step by step allow myself to notice when one shows up? At least starting with one thought a day. Wherever you are, start somewhere. And when you become better at noticing it, choosing differently, what are possible thoughts instead? It's like everything in nature or the common analogy of Dr. Imodo who studied the water. When classical music is played for the water, the crystal changes the pattern to a more harmonious one. And same thing with our bodies. Can you be like water and choose your music from within? Or perhaps change the music that you listen to from the outside? One of the things with change is that in order to get a different outcome, we have to do something differently. And it doesn't have to be do something physical that's great too but again here we are starting from within so switching something from within getting something rolling number five is about the feeling we know that thoughts can change our feelings so if we can change our thoughts to possibilities we can create a whole new keyframe if we can start feeling hopeful and more alive from what we are building inside, reality, quote-unquote again, doesn't have any other option than to shift. Because you are shifting. You are doing something different. And what happens here is what this spaciousness allows, this fuel, this fire that can now start to burn because it has oxygen, it will become more brighter. And here is the shift that takes place. This can look very different in many different ways. So let me take a few examples and imagine a little signal here above your head saying something like, Hi, here, this person is ready. All of a sudden, we might run into a person that will be profound for our future journey. Maybe a new person at work, a person in the elevator, in the grocery store, or a person that might say, 
one thing on the bus or the street that will be an important part of the puzzle. And sometimes it can look like something will fall away. People may be removing yourself from your life in one way or another. Or all of a sudden, these inner shifts inside of you will give you a little bit more energy. Maybe you wake up a little bit more rested. Maybe you need a little less sleep because you have something going for you that starts to excite you. Even though you may still be stuck in the very same routine, but something within is shifting, all right? And sometimes this may take a while. You might still be running in that wheel, being aware of it, and nothing happens. But you get going. You get fueling that fire from within. And maybe you are the person saying that one special thing on the bus to someone else because you have that light within you just when they needed to hear it. And the next time, it's your turn. But be patient, don't play God, just be the light, and your turn will come. Trust. This spaciousness with the fuel might have you randomly getting more inspired to actually take a step and listen to a podcast or read a book um, more inspiring or You might have a random neighbor asking if your child wants to have a play date with their child so you get one and a half hours extra for yourself. And in this moment, because you trust, instead of sitting in the couch, which might be exactly what you need, and that's okay, instead you might have the energy to start writing down a plan for yourself. And in these moments, when things are starting to shift... Because you are aware, you notice them as little blessings. And you take it as a sign that you are on the right track. And you make sure that you are grateful. Say your thanks. Act with your heart. A seed where there from the beginning was lethargy of being stuck in a wheel... A seed is now put on paper. You have now, with the help of the spaciousness, created something physical that you can hold in your hand. Even though it's just a dream, it's just a plan on a piece of paper, you know? And what fuels the seed further is the fire within. It's the new energy. So keep going. Ask for help if you need, and you will receive. The right people on your path will align, and you will run into experiences that will propel you forward. The fire of self-transformation. And you might fall off the wagon. Things might get tough again. But knowing that you can always pick yourself up again. And again, when you are ready or choose to, the hand is always reaching out to you and it is up to you if you want to take it or not. And 
Years might go by and it might seem harder as if you would have taken it 5, 10 or 20 years ago. But it will still be there. And it will still be the same terms. Trust. If you truly want this and it has been a pattern for some time, it is only normal that falling off the wagon is a part of the journey too. And every time you learn, you just have to remember to trust again and again because you follow your heart, your inner light, your inner fire. It's almost like every time you're falling off that wagon, it's almost like a little um, test almost if you choose to say it that way. How much do you want it? Do you want it enough to get up again? Do you want it enough to get up again to think a positive thought? Do you want it enough to create an opening inside instead of a restriction or constriction. (laughs) And if you need it, ask for a sign. Ask and be open to seeing it. Consistency. Inner light. It's about wanting it more than you don't want it. Feed yourself with kindness and goodness And sometimes that takes a bit of being fed up, wanting change. Something doesn't align anymore and a shift needs to happen. And you are the one through your own free will who needs to choose when you are ready. And be prepared when you are ready to shift certain things in life. Surrender to certain things. And the reward is immeasurable. Not always what we thought it would be. Because... There's the greater force behind us. We don't exactly choose, but we're open to what is meant for us in a way. Yet we strive for something. And sometimes we want it a certain way, our way, you know, banging on the walls, wanting to get out our way, out of the wheel. But remember to surrender and trust and knowing in the trust that things will align in the most beneficial outcome. We do not play God, but we choose what we fuel our inner fire with. That's our free will. So surrender. Ask yourself what fuels your fire. Daydream. Create more space inside. Create a good feeling for yourself inside. Choose your thoughts. Become aware. And you will be able to shift any situation. It's almost like I want to promise you that, that it will happen if you shift things inside. But that's the trust that you have to find for yourself. And I trust in the trust. (laughs) Um... With those words, I want to thank the guides, 
and the assistance that was with me while I was bringing this episode into the world. Thank you for giving me the strength and persistence to make this into reality and thank you for allowing me to see the signs to keep going. Much love.